0: 37 Disney Street, which isn't far from you, three Disney fans have watched a film which they will now review. Hello,
1: friends, and welcome to 37 Disney Street. This week, we're on a Hawaiian roller coaster ride as we take a look at UK Classic Number 41, 2002's Lilo and Stitch. Oh, good, my dog found the chainsaw. I'm Chris Fletcher.
2: I just want to dance. i practiced. I'm Lucy Rain. Hello,
0: children. I'm Hugh Ray.
1: Good evening, guys. Good evening.
2: I changed my quote at the last minute. Did it throw you off? I'm sorry.
1: It threw it, me off a little bit, but actually I'm really glad that you did. It made me feel all warm inside. The, the
0: pause
2: <laughs> threw uh, me off.
1: There's
2: a mm. pause before. Yeah. <laughs> we sat on the opposite side and I was expecting it to go uh, anti-clockwise. Hmm. You're expecting it to go anti-clockwise?
0: Because
2: I usually sit that side.
0: Well, this oh, is yeah, what you we do, don't today? you?
1: This is weird, yeah, because you're normally like in a different room and everything. Yeah. yeah. And now, you're the wrong way sounds around. sounds a bit... Echoey, who were back in the kitchen. That's where we used to do things before when we were allowed to see each other. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Oh, do you remember those days of being in the same room as another human?
1: Not really. Fondly, fondly. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Anyway, right. we've still got Disney films, so yeah, no one do. can be too sad. And today <laughs> we've got Lilo and Stitch.
1: We do, we do, oh, we do.
2: <laughs> is, is Hugh drinking?
1: I don't know. Hugh, have you got a drink?
3: Hooray, ole, it's your time. All together in your tiki, tiki,
1: tiki, tiki, tiki cup. In your tiki, 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 tiki cup.
0: Well, you made yourself a beverage. I'll drink it up from your tiki, 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 tiki cup. I have, and today I'm going to have a Samuel Smith's organic, handcrafted fruit beer, raspberry flavoured.
2: Wow, nice! Uh, I've got an IPA, almost a manly drink.
0: Chris has got an IPA. That's your second beer. I know, it's dangerous. We just isn't did it? a DLP show as well, so uh, I mm. uh, decided to hold fire on the beer until the second show. You know, just to try and stay compass mentis. You teased Hugh- it. Ooh. Hugh, where, where did we do this uh, this DLP show? What when where was this? Well, uh, I don't know if you know Chris, but we have a sister show called the D- Disneyland Paris show, right? Yeah, um, and that comes out. In between this one coming out every week, and we've right. just done a show um, uh, in lieu of a news week, because we normally do a news show for three mm, weeks, mm. well, for three episodes, and then we do mm. a special. But um, it's shut and nothing's going on. <laughs> there's nothing going on. So we did a mini special where we mm. looked at um, COVID measures and what we would keep after the pandemic, you know, do you what's know actually what? been a benefit. A
1: Disneyland Paris podcast sounds really good. But I really wish we could like watch it or something. That would be good as well, wouldn't it? Mm,
0: I think that's. Yeah. I think
2: that's a pipe dream. Chris. The final
0: piece Is of the it? puzzle. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Well, so it wasn't on YouTube, that, Chris. Oh, well, you're saying that we're, we're hoping yeah. it was on YouTube. Yeah, we <laughs> will we'll find out We've done later. That, yeah. Done that a couple of times now, haven't we? We have broadcast <laughs> it to YouTube.
1: We're trying. We're trying. We're trying. Maybe we'll do this one live on YouTube at some point. That'd be nice,
0: wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You can see our stupid faces. Yeah. yeah. It'd be nice to do it maybe at Christmas. And the,
2: the first time you watch it, you'll go, that's not how I imagined him to look.
0: No. Yeah.
2: That's always ha- my reaction when I eventually see podcast hosts.
0: Do you know what I think we look like We sound? I, well, I think would. we do as well.
2: <laughs> you would.
0: Mm. You look exactly right. like I picture you both. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Except you've got clothes
1: on. What? <laughs> <Right.
2: laughs> Come on. Okay.
1: <laughs> Let's crack on.
2: So, do you want some, uh, some background? On do
1: this? I? Yeah, go on, factors up.
2: you? It's time to dig a little deeper, to learn some Disney
3: stuff.
1: Dig a little deeper, no,
3: we ain't dug this far
0: enough. Dig down deep into the facts, we'll find out what we need.
3: Lucy will school us guaranteed. Open up the windows, let in the light, children.
2: So this is the 40-second Disney animated classic. Um, is it 42nd with Dinosaur or without Dinosaur? Without Dinosaur.
1: It's the 44th U... Firth? 44th. <laughs> oh, word. My word. Yes, I've had a beer and a two muffles and uh, I'm not able to speak.
2: Yes. Right, so it's with Dinosaur. With, so in
1: the, with Dinosaur, it's the forty. It's the 41st in the UK. Right.
2: Okay, I've got 42nd written down. But a yeah. Are we going to do that?
1: this every time from, <laughs> from, now <on? laughs> yes. from now on? Well, no, because we agreed that we were doing the UK one, so I think we should go with the UK and forget the US... Numbering yeah, yeah. system okay. because it'll all get right again when we get to 50.
2: Um, it was released on June the 21st, 2002. Um, it was one of three movies of the period, primarily produced in Disney MGM Studios, now Hollywood Studios in Florida. Um, Michael Eisner wanted to follow the you see, this is him legitimizing it, going, Look, Walt did it. Michael Eisner wanted to follow the Dumber model of doing a low-budget, low-profile movie following high-profile, high-budget movies. Now,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Walt really had to do that because he was skint and Roy was cross at him. And Michael Eisner's making this all kind of legitimate. And this, this is what Disney does. Michael Eisner likes to save a penny. <laughs> Hollywood Studios. <laughs> um, so... He does what he does. We're not mad about it. Um, Chris Sanders, who was a a high-up chief storyboard artist at the time, was asked to pitch an idea. He had already created Stitch for a 1985 children's book that hadn't been picked up by a publisher. So it's
0: a failed children's book.
2: It's a failed children's book. (laughs) But it, it was very different. Um. And so he pitched that and it was was accepted. It was a very small pre-production and management team and it was almost entirely isolated because of its Florida base from upper management. So if you remember all previous, not all of them, but some previous movies where it's been like a rewrite was demanded and, you know, they had 28 people on the story team and all this kind of thing. It really was just kind of done with... Some Dudes in a Room was this one. Um, Chris Sanders being the... model. Yeah, uh, Dudes in a Room. Uh, that's That sounds like a sitcom, doesn't it? Dudes in a or, Room.
0: Or a Samuel L. Jackson film.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> or a uh, specialist DVD. Yes.
2: Ooh, I don't, <laughs> have no idea what you're on about. Um, Chris Sanders being a storyboard artist um, was largely jew Due? Uh, uh, Due? Largely, <coughs> I think
0: she's broken. She's broken. <laughs> I thought i I'd can't been think drinking. of the
2: word. He was large. I haven't been drinking anything. I don't drink. This is a thing. I'm just. I'm getting it via osmosis from you two. Um. the the character The character's style and the character design and everything is his. Which, so he's got away from doing a Disney in-house style because it's one artist that's kind of mm-hmm. designed all this and I couldn't think of a way of saying that. Um, and hence, I broke. So, um, Dean deblois was brought on to co-direct. Does anyone want to have a better better attempt at saying that?
0: Sorry, deblois De- deblois Spell it. D-E, he's... <sighs>
2: D- e- capital B, L-O-I-S.
0: De, blo- de It's hard de to say De Blois. De Blois. De Blois. De Blois. It, you have to put, <laughs> you have to sort of bring your mouth together very quickly and then get the tongue involved. De, de, bla- de, de, de Blois. De Blois. De Blois. It's De Blois. De Blois. It's the
2: moment you got the tongue involved.
0: Dean De Blois. It's Dean De Blois, isn't
2: it? Dean De Blois. Dean De
0: Blois.
2: Okay. Gosh. So, this is, this is going to pieces very early this episode. So, he was brought on to Co-Direct. Um, they had the, the vague outline of the story From the children's book And they knew it needed to be a remote um, Location with no big cities Because Stitch wants to destroy cities And he can't um, And it was originally going to be Kansas And then they realised They needed an ocean barrier To stop him getting to other big cities And yeah. that's when they moved it to Hawaii
0: That's um... And he
2: said basically that, that changed the
0: direction of the whole movie that seems really apparent when you're watching it. You're like, why Hawaii? Because it mm. could be anywhere. And then you think, it's it, the only reason I can see is because he, he appears to be heading towards the ocean, yeah. and then at the last minute he lands on an island. And they're like, oh, dear, he's on an island. There's, um, there's the that nice contrived
1: can... moment when she says it as well, isn't there? <laughs> when she, I know we're going to talk yeah. about this, but when she says, uh, oh, it's, "We're really lucky we live on an island" or something like that, and he's like,
3: "Ah."
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Mm. So they'd, they went, as Disney artists often do... On, on
3: holiday. on
2: a Yeah, on a location <laughs> scale. Do you know what? If I was a Disney artist, I would totally go to management and say, I'm thinking of doing a Hawaii film. I reckon we're going to need four weeks of concept art. What do you reckon? You know. Um, so they went to um, Kauai, not Hawaii, Kauai, one of the islands and uh, while they were there they had a tour guide and they remarked oh you seem to know everybody because everyone you passed and he explained this idea of Ohana which is ex- extended family family you're not related to and this became so inspired that they wrote it into the film and boy did they Um. so other uniquely Hawaiian themes include the echo, oh, this is a bit grim the economic difficulties of a tourist-based economy.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> what the kids want.
2: Yeah, I know. Um, and, and the rel- relative poverty of the island. And I do. You know. I mean, we jest, but when I think of Hawaii, I think of massive, beautiful hotel resorts mm. and and luxury. And apparently, there are some social problems on the island.
0: You sold a sort of dream about Hawaii, and actually, mm. I love. The idea of Hawaii never been, but I imagine I'd only be disappointed when I went that it wasn't like a 1940s luau everywhere you go. Yeah, they still um, have Walmart. So and actually, that it was all what, just like 51st dates instead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so actually watching this uh, doesn't quite capture my imagination the way some other Hawaiian based things would because they do focus on the more normal people, everyday in... life. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: And yeah, I've often thought, you know, when, right, this goes off a bit, but you know when you see Palm Beach and stuff and the same Millionaire's Row and mm. all this stuff, but there is a McDonald's somewhere in Palm Beach and there's people who work in the McDonald's and the people who work in the McDonald's have to live somewhere. Where do they put them? Mm. So you know that within a few miles of all these gorgeous places, there's always a bit of a... Less gorgeous place, usually anyway. It
1: doesn't have to be less gorgeous, just no, doing...
2: um, less expensive, affluent, less affluent. That's what I'm saying. It's probably very charming. All the places, hmm. Hmm. so, um, she was just crossed the t on the word water, which she I she was... doesn't
0: she sometimes forgets to cross at t's. I've noticed this when
2: I'm writing Whaler. quickly, she's not, sure, she's, not writing she's not writing about
0: somebody who fishes for whales. I've just dotted one of her eyes as well.
2: Oh, you don't know, do who dots eyes when they're in a rush? This me. tells you everything you need to know about me. <laughs> okay, so for the first time since the 1940s, they used watercolor backgrounds instead of the usual
0: gouache. I've got something to say about that, because uh, I remember watching Jonathan Ross. We'd seen Lily and Stitch at the cinema, and Jonathan Ross was reviewing it. In and film 2002? Yeah, and he said... Um, I haven't seen watercolour used to this extent since blah, blah, blah. And me and my housemate, who were both on an animation course, sort of scoffed. We were like, we went, they don't use watercolour backgrounds in, in Disney films. And then years later, I realised, uh, even though I'd seen it, I didn't recognise it's watercolour. And they totally had. And it was a real point of difference, wasn't it? Mm. The Massive, standard. yeah. Yeah. And it's you really it Even now. more so watching
1: it now on the journey mm. that we've been on so far. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, Well, you were quite correct, though, Hugh, up to then, they did not use watercolour backgrounds in Disney films since the 1940s. I think they used them for all the first...
1: I think was the last one. And
2: they did in Snow White as well, I think.
1: No, I mean, I think Dumbo was the last one.
2: Oh, Dumbo will have been the last one, yes. Or at least
1: Bob Sangwell tweeted and said that Dumbo was the last one that they
0: used watercolour backgrounds Definitely
2: Pinocchio, Snow White and Dumbo. Bambi, was that watercolour?
0: Possibly. Don't I don't know. I'm trying to let's
2: visualize it. Never mind. Let's move on. Um, so, there were some changes to the script. Most notably, the original um, script had Stitch and Nani hijack a 747 plane mm. and fly it through Honolulu. But 9 11 happened. They had to re-film the whole
1: thing because of it. They had to redo it all.
2: They did, but it wasn't as big a deal as you'd think, so a lot of the main shots are internal, so they just took the character animation they'd done, and because they were using fixed watercolor backgrounds, yeah. they could just redo a background, and then they just redesigned um, a plane.
0: By, <laughs> by the way...
2: Into a spaceship. nanny. What did I call hey, it? Hey,
0: nonny, nonny. Nanny.
2: Nanny, nonny. Nanny. David nanny. calls
0: a nanny. Mm. Nanny.
2: It features original songs by oh, this i I'm so I'm so ignorant when it comes to foreign languages and I don't mean to offend people by not <clears throat> pronouncing names correctly. I'm just not good at it. Original songs by Mark Kiali Hoomalu and Elvis <laughs> I can say Elvis. El- I can't Elvis. believe how badly you
1: pronounced Elvis's name. <laughs>
2: Elvi <laughs> mm. uh, and that. That's all she wrote.
0: That wow. was my facts.
2: That was my facts.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. um, Yeah. On to the story. Well, well yeah, but do before we that. We normally do... Well, yeah, we do what the kids think. Yeah. Yeah, we but do but that's that. As it, part of the story, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. so now, on to the story. And before we get into it, let's uh, have a little summary from the children.
3: watched Lilo and Stitch it's about a little like creature called Stitch and he's blue but he's an alien so Stitch he comes he's an alien and he comes down to to a planet and then the aliens after getting back about the end they let him stay he crashes on our planet and then he meets Lilo and Leela's story is that she went to the beach and she was late to, like, this dance lesson thingy and then and then someone was, like, I think they were, like, mean to her a bit and I can't really remember, and then Leela went and punched her then pulled her hair, then bit her. Leela and her big sister have a bit of an argue but then she was like i want a pet for company and then they went to get a pet and then as a pet leela picked stitch they have fun with stitch the end my favorite bit is when the trigger cheating and um stitch uses his gun to make a shape for the pumpkin my favourite bit was when they were surfing in a Hawaiian roller coaster ride. My favourite character was Stitch because he's very funny. My favourite character was Stitch. My favourite song was the one um, that Stitch plays guitar. Hawaiian roller coaster ride. Probably for me, it's the best song in the film. I would give it a four out of five. Because it's not amazing, but it's not bad. I would give it a three out of four. I mean, five. (laughs) You said it into Oliver. I would give it a three out of five. (laughs) Thanks, Lucas. It's a bit weird because there's a Hawaiian grass skirt lady um, in the car, but it would be a bit weird because they're in Hawaii, so it's just like a normal person dancing.
1: So they have it. Sorry. Um, and
0: what about first impressions then? Oh yeah. Um, expectations for uh, mm. um, first impressions. Oh. Mm. Do you know what? It's a, it's a weird little gem of a film, isn't it? It's just it just seems like a it feels like a bit of an outlier. It's like it's not princessy. It's not like exclude like it's it's for boys and girls. And it's cute. It's just it just has a very different appeal to most other Disney films I can think of it's a weird yeah. one it's unique
2: I, I've always had a love-hate relationship with this film because I love the look of it I love the location of it I love the music just showing my hand early there here it comes um, but I've, I've always really struggled with Lilo and Stitch as characters and part of me is just so sympathetic to the point where it's just tragic and then part of me is just frustrated at the naughtiness. You know, they're naughty. <laughs> they're naughty characters, aren't they? They're very naughty. Yeah. And um, they, I, I, I really, I just bounce between wanting to sob for them and really disliking them at times. And that's that's not a good combination. There are moments when she's just so appealing, Lilo in particular, I don't feel that way about Stitch. I know he has a a, a character arc at the end, but I still don't think he's appealing. But she is. But, like, when she's nailed the door shut and she's lying there being self-indulgent and her sister's saying Mm. the... um,
0: Miming to Elvis.
2: Yeah, miming to Elvis. And her sister's saying the social worker's on her way. And I'm like, how can you be that selfish?
0: She's six. I know. she's, you know, she's lost her parents.
2: I know.
1: i'm sure we'll talk about this in more detail but yeah i, I think I, I get where you're coming from um, i've
2: read i really i just i ebb and flow so much and none of them are good emotions
1: let's start at the beginning though well, okay. can, can i talk about my expectations yes. is oh, am sorry, I yeah 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 but, yeah yeah go on, no go on. no it's, you know but so this film I came to what me we were doing. no no but so so <laughs> i my uh my first wife cheated on me early 2003 and to Chris. get over that, this is deep, isn't it? To, yeah. to to get over that, I bought a PlayStation 2 and got a massive TV from TV Rentals um for seven pounds a month or something. <laughs> um and Lilo and Stitch was one of the films that I bought quite early on, and it just it, it just kind of righted me. It's it's just I always had this place in my in my heart as a great film Mm. but I got to probably 2005, 2006 and I haven't watched it since so coming up to watch this now I was thinking I love this film I absolutely love this film I know I do it's going to be great it's going to be great and then I watched it and we'll talk about the rest of that as the film as Mm. as the uh, discussion progresses I guess
0: interesting
1: Mm.
3: so it's time to discuss how the story
0: goes I know it can't be worse. Oliver and Coke. Um okay. Well, starting at the beginning. Um mm. that opening sequence is a lot more exciting than I remember. And mm. it's longer. The whole breaking out is really clever the way he uses his saliva to fool the guns and um, you know the, the sequence where he's flying, you know, having a battle with all those ships. It's just it's exciting and then he it does he takes off into hyperspace, um and as he goes past that big ship, it kind of like all the fire goes up the sh- the, the big ship, and it sort of leans slowly over to the side. It's very cool, very it's really cool. like action packed, exciting.
2: It, yeah, I agree. It's a lot longer than I remember it being. Um, I do feel it's a bit uh, a very very convoluted way of putting him where they want him, with all the weaknesses and strengths that they want him. You know, there's a lot a lot of exposition. Goes on there, and it sometimes feel feels a little bit forced.
1: So they don't hide it. They don't hide that con- that contrived no. thing. The whole thing about the mosquitoes, and then later on when when uh, yes. when Cobra Bubble said uh, I managed to stop an invasion by telling them that mosquitoes are really important. That the whole thing of the, the whole contrived element of it is just played on the whole time because actually, before we go into any more detail, this is a funny film. You know, there's some yeah. really yeah. good gags in it and there's some really nice bits in it. That I, I laughed out loud a lot in this film. But I think that opening sequence is great. It's just a really nice exciting opening sequence. You're straight on the side of that character and and straight into the film. Wow, I loved it. it.
2: It didn't do it for me. It's not...
0: Maybe it's for boys. That, well, that, I, that opening sequence is for honestly, boys. Honestly, I
2: do think it's... Uh, that might be what it is. Bit of a gender divide going on around this particular table. But if I was... To watch that, and then somebody paused it and went, do you want to carry on watching or watch something else? At that point, I'd probably watch something else. I'd be
0: like, hell yeah.
2: Really? It just it just didn't appeal to me. It was, And because I know the film, it's just I knew I needed to get through it to get to the uh, island, basically.
1: But then you get to the island and straight away it's, it's kind of the opposite because the two main characters are girls um, in in a... A broken family struggling through the hardship of losing their parents. And here, here's Leela running late because she's been feeding a fish. Um, um, what's the sandwich again?
2: Peanut butter? Peanut butter, because she, couldn't, <laughs> butter she couldn't give him tuna. Well,
0: it's fish. Yeah. <laughs> it's fish. Mm. <laughs> but it's that whole trope, isn't it, of the sort of... She's kind of brilliant, at, at, you know, in a way, isn't she? Like certain things. She's quirky and she's like... She's scrappy and she does have smarts and she's creative. But then she's easily distracted and she she turns up late. You know, all the usual quirky, brilliant girl tropes. And
2: then she hits another child in the face. Yeah,
0: see, that's where it gets a bit iffy because she, like, she's troubled, Is I guess mm. is the thing, isn't it? She's troubled. She's not just, just flat out bad. She has issues. Yeah, But they're to be worked through. Those... Girls are horrible,
1: though, as well. Yeah. They Those are. girls are horrible. They're, they're, and, and not only that, it starts off and they're doing their dancing and stuff and it's all sweetness and light. And as soon as she gets there, they're straight away just disgusted by her. And she says this later on, you know, they don't understand me. You know, she, she doesn't feel like she fits in with any of them or anything.
2: But you like... got, I mean, earlier on, you're like, she's six. They're six too. And, yeah, they, and this they is are. the thing. It's just, they, they don't filter. And when she's like, I want, you know, I want people who won't run away from me. She punched one of them in the face, and yeah. I just feel the frustration. Don't think this isn't me. But I'm talking about these, like the real people. Um, it it really it breaks my heart to watch the whole story. But if
0: if they did understand her, though, would they just be enabling some of her behaviour? I mm. think she needs them to be a certain yeah. way so yeah. that she can, you know. Yeah, but her behaviour might not be questions. like that if she
1: had if she had. Um, yeah, you know, a, a mother and stuff. Because when you look yeah. at at nonni uh, hey, Nonny Nonny and her yeah. character, <laughs> she, 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 you know, even right at the end of the film when she knows she's losing uh, Lilo, um, and and Cobra was is coming to pick her up. David turns up and says, "I've got a job," and she says, "You stay here and lock the door. I'm going out." I just, even at that I can't, point, so I,
0: I can't accept that at all. That no. that, that uh, that's like things are starting to go. You know there's a bit of a turnaround and then she leaves a six-year-old in the house. She says it's just for a few minutes and all along... I mean, they, she, they had to for um, for uh, narrative reasons, didn't they? So that they had to have the fight in the house collapsed, but um, it's not just narrative i, just, though, I you. couldn't I couldn't get over that i i just it's, it's, it's not like,
1: just put in there to make that that story go forward it, it's because that's that's they are a broken family. she's not perfect yeah. either they're not supposed to be they're both and then, struggling and they're so similar in character that that point yeah. when they're both mm-hmm. shoving the pillow in their in their faces because Screaming in a, the pillow because kids kids act
0: younger kids act like they're older siblings yeah. you it's just what they do. Take her with you to the and and say, like, David's with us, you can wait outside with him. It was crazy that she'd say, Stay in the house. There's
2: poverty there as well, though. Like, when Mm -hmm. the the fact that she's got Scrump as her doll, um, that's not just because she's a quirky kid, it's because she can't afford a Barbie, you know. That's a cute doll it is cute love it Um, but I just I feel thorough with every inch of my being and I feel so frustrated about everything that surrounds me. there's
0: like a sense of dread isn't there all the way through yeah because I haven't seen it before you know that the social workers come in you know that the house is going to burn down at the end and it's just like you're just going oh we've got to get through all that before we get to the good stuff this is why I love this
1: film though it's distressing it is distressing it's horrible but it but it's it's bare and it's it's it, this, it feels real. There's something about it that's got some realism to it. I, I agree it, with that. In spite of the fact that there are aliens in this film, it just adds this real, it makes it really grounded. And that I, I just love it. I love the dynamic between those two characters. And I I love that apparently they had to change a lot of it because in test viewings, they were saying that she seemed too motherly. It seemed like it was a mother and daughter. So a lot of the things they put into there, a lot of those things that make you feel uncomfortable are because she's not, she's not a mum. She, mm. She's a, her older sister trying to make that relationship work and she don't want to lose and they don't want to lose each other and they fight like hell, like siblings do. But then when the when everything calms down, they're still really together and really close. I, I just love it. I genuinely, genuinely love that relationship between those two.
2: I think it's a testament to uh, the movie and the writing that we're having the, the discussions we're having and that we're having the reactions that we're having. When we come to talk about art and animation, I'll show my hand now. I'm going to compare it a little bit to a Saturday morning cartoon, and it is low budget. And the fact that the low bid- budget, low profile Michael Eisner piece of work can do this to us—it's it, just so well observed. But I just—I mean, I—I'm a teacher. I'm a parent, and I hate watching it. And no, that's not fair. Because I, I love it as well. And, and
0: Bonnie's the same age as well, which
2: is oh, and, makes it tricky. And to- Bonnie's mm-hmm. there going, she's forgot her manners, didn't she? Shouldn't <laughs> stick the tongues out, Mummy, should they? And all this kind of thing. And I, it's, and it's, they're so naughty. And I just, I find it so, so difficult to watch. Partly because it is so effective in making you sympathetic and making it's you... It's
0: almost Pixar level um, oh, it is. emotionally, it isn't is. it? It is. Yeah. The bit on the beach where, where it all goes wrong... That's particularly upsetting. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, bubbles turns up. Like, you know, oh god, he's here again. <laughs> mm. Um, I'll tell you what I did notice about uh, some of the characters was uh, I liked the idea of uh, because Jumba and Pleakley are there, sort of straight after Stitch, and I thought, well, oh, that's they didn't give it any time, you know, for for them to be, you know, for them to turn up and cause trouble, you know. At, as things were maybe settling down and Stitch was getting used to the life, and then the aliens could turn up to take him away. That might have been a different angle, but he turns up almost immediately. But then they have um, Pleakley, who's like this by-the-books official who keeps mm. dragging him back. But then, but then what that means is you get loads of weird scenes where stuff's playing out and they're just in the background, dressed up. It adds humour, but it's like, why are they there so soon? And just sort of like calling out, you know, like uh, Levi doesn't hear them, but it, they're always calling out to Stitch and Stitch can hear them. So they're yeah. always, this presence,
3: It's very it's, odd to
0: have them there I, that soon. I, I wrote I wrote down right at the start of it all, I thought
1: it, it's like a strange sort of fast come pantomime space story. And then this really nice, well, nice, maybe not nice, heartfelt sort of family story too. And they're kind of finding this way to fuse it all together. At times I find the the... Um, Jumber and Pleakley stuff a bit, bit grating for me. But at the same mm. time, it's humorous. And I guess um, with some with a with a subject matter that's as heavy as it gets at times, that and and some of the one-liners that particularly Lilo says really add a bit of like relief that's desperately needed in the film. If it wasn't
0: there, it would really struggle. I think. I love the bit where they're fighting over the wig. <laughs> I want to try it on.
2: Yeah, it's slapstick, and the rest of it's quite gritty drama. And you know they do bring a bit of lightness, Mm. but I find that a a little jarring sometimes.
0: Mm. Cobra Bubbles, I love him.
2: See, I think that he is—he's seen through the eyes of Lilo, isn't he? So the fact that he is so huge, and imposing, and humourless—I've
0: not thought of it like that. But yeah, you're absolutely right. But you, but you just know that he looks big and scary you know he's a big softie mm. and that's mm. like uh, you just have a, an affection towards him and probably because I've seen it before so like I'm affectionate as soon as he turns up whereas maybe the first time I saw it it was like kind of a f- foreboding character but he is funny as well in his sort of cold way isn't he and, and because of his demeanour because yeah you're right his, his
1: demeanour is always like he's very straight and to the point but he's not he's not horrible about it if, you, if you've got like a you know a jobs with um like child um whatever social worker type character in that it would have the dynamic would have been completely different whereas what you've mm. got here is someone who who blatantly cares even right from the off just because he's a massive this massive built guy mm. doesn't mean that he can't be someone who cares and you can see yeah. that he that he all the way through every time he appears he wants
0: them to succeed he's just it's just not happening <laughs> and that bit where he's shouting at nani you know, is this what you want for her? It's heart-wrenching stuff, mm. isn't it? Because yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's heavy, isn't it? At times, this film—it's really heavy.
3: Mm. I think that's
0: the word I was looking for earlier. Where you just you're like, oh dear. There's some. It's like aliens with like real world, like really real world stuff going on.
2: I, I yeah.
0: I had I just I, I
1: cannot tell a lie, and maybe it's n- nostalgia for watching it back in. 2005 or whenever it was I last watched it but I just had a smile on my face the whole way through and I felt yeah. really teary the whole way through I mean really felt teary the whole mm. way through it but in a good way because I, because as much as all this bad stuff happens I've seen the film before and I know it ends really nicely and and that the the you're going through this horrible stuff and and by I mean, it gets really dark, doesn't it? Like you said, Hugh, that, that whole bit in the water, at that point, it just bombs, the whole film bombs, and you start to suddenly feel like it's going to pick up and it drops again, and then it, and then suddenly like she, she goes off and she's got a job opportunity, but like we said, you, you know you go in there going, well, where, where is she going? Something's going to go wrong here, and it does, and it just keeps going and going and going and going, and then you get this, you know... I'll,
0: I'll tell you where she's going. Old man, Kouakini's star...
1: Old Man Quikini, you see. <laughs> you see? Mulan's Walk was there. Maybe she could have got a job at Mulan's Walk.
0: Yeah. That would have been good. The um, Or the Mud Hut in... Uh, I'm just thinking of uh, Disney restaurants now. Um, <laughs> the Fuzzy Duckling. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, the, the, the tone of it...
2: Snuggly Duckling. Sorry, carry
0: yeah, on. Yeah. The, <laughs> the tone of the film is such that they can just cheat. That bit where Stitch convinces Jumba to help yeah and he just turns it politically and he goes he's very persuasive yeah and like that's a real cheat is that he just goes ah. oh yeah and that's <laughs> it that's all it takes yeah. um and, and, and then all of a sudden he's he's a he's a good guy he's a 100 percent good guy yeah like that
2: and it's the same at the end with the um alien overlord lady <laughs> mm. um you know once it oh, look I, I bought him And then she smiles, and it's like, okay, then he can stay. Our laws are absolute. Don't let
0: those two on my ship. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I thought that meant they were staying on Earth, and they were all going to be a happy family, but I guess they went on a different ship. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Oh, I had one big problem with it, this film. And it was uh, in the dog pound where she says, what's the name? And she says, Stitch. And that woman says... um, Stitch isn't a real name. It's a dog. Yeah. Stitch is a perfectly fine name, and it really stood out as weird writing that you would that a woman who was you know trying to give a a dog a home, and one that she wants rid of as well, um, she would sort of like stop her in her tracks and say, "You can't call it that." They were call trying to want. play on
1: Lilo's quirkiness, weren't they? A bit, but, but mm. it was a little bit that unnecessary.
0: That struck me as a little bit lazy.
1: Yeah. 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 I agree. How do you feel about Ahana, then?
0: Chris, the mere mention of the word gets me a little teary. The first time they say it, I was like, oh, it's just something about the, 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 that word. It's become so like entrenched in like, popular culture because mm. of this film, basically, let's be mm. honest. Um, you know, like it gets you going. Yeah.
2: Bonnie climbed onto my lap at the end and put her arms around my neck and went, I love my Ohana.
0: And then Lucy oh. said, that's not really what that means, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. th- there's a bit, I-,
1: I wrote down a couple of quotes here, so the first one I wrote down was, you can tell me when it happens in the film, see if you can tell me. Bit of funny, hey, what? Because it's a really down, dour, sad bit. i remember you though, I remember everyone who leaves.
2: Oh man, that got me. <laughs> Looking over at mum and dad's picture.
1: Ugh. He picks up the Ugly Duckling book,
2: the Ugly oh, Duckling, oh.
1: and he just walks out, and then he goes out into the, into the woods, and he's stood there with his book and looking at it, and he goes, Lost.
2: I'm lost. This is what I mean by, I just can't enjoy watching it. It's just too much for me. I'll
0: tell you what's a bit of a shame, is and when he first gets that Ugly Duckling book, and he's really taken with it, and he's taken by that image of the duckling saying, I'm lost. It's really cute how he scampers into the bed, he, he, he finally agrees mm. to sleep in that box and he takes a book with him and you think, right, that's it. He's going to snuggle up with that book and go to sleep. And then she chooses that moment to play him some Elvis. <laughs> and he's like, no, leave it. That was a beautiful moment. He's going to sleep with his book. Leave it there. And then she says, oh, I bet, I bet you'll be a fan of Elvis. But then it that doesn't amount to anything anyway. So there's nothing to put that in because he cuts to the next morning. It was just a bit of a shame to cut that point off there yeah. with, get back out of bed. Let's have a dance.
1: This, I, I do like the the dynamic of the of, of Leela and Stitch, so and the fact that Leela, unbeknownst to her, is recognizing herself in him. This mm. this is your this is your evil level or whatever it is, and she's she's done that drawing of him and and like she can see that he's troubled, but she doesn't recognize that she's troubled. I, I just think it's a really nice thing, really well done. Yeah,
0: with have kind of picked at it, this film, but I, I just want to say. I think it's I think it's lovely, and you know as as naughty and as scrappy as she is, I like the character of Lilo a lot. I like the way she is. I like that sort of lying on her back and miming the words to Elvis, you know, as dysfunctional and not as as that scene is. It's just she's really funny. I think I think she it. might
1: actually be my favorite Disney character. I haven't watched this today. Mm. I I think I mean. I just want to give her a cuddle and tell her everything's going to be all right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: But she's witty and she's quick and she's intelligent and, and troubled and just, just a lovely, lovely character in mm. for all the wrong reasons, I guess, <laughs> but she is. It's great. I think,
2: I think it might be cro- um, stitch. I feel the crossest at because you can see all the problems in the family and you can see all this and, like you say, Leela in in her own way is a lovely character, then when he comes along, he just makes it so much worse.
1: You sound and like I, David. You sound like David saying that. I'm not yeah, it. I
2: know, I know, but I mean you know if you take that into consideration, really I mean she makes it better for him, she gets to fix him, but if you really look at the problems he's caused, it's not a nice film. It's not yeah, but, a nice but, film. Well,
1: but then she probably wouldn't solve half of her problems if she wasn't there helping him This that companionship is what is what she needed mm. I think I, I, yeah I don't know and he does he learns a lot and I don't yes a lot of that is because they are there but it's his own journey it's not them forcing him down him down a path
0: it's God. all stuff that needs to it's happen it's psychological isn't it it's, yeah. it's all stuff that, that needs to happen for everybody to get them all to the end and everyone learns something and everyone's had an arc everyone's changed everyone's better and yeah you know that's the best ending you can get through through all that, isn't it? That basically everyone in the film has gone through something and it's going to be better for it. Mm. It's, it's, it's a lot, You know, this is heavier than I thought it was going to be. This mm. it's, it's quite it's quite an emotionally complex film.
2: It really, it is. really is.
0: Yeah. Anything else on story, guys? Uh, Jumbo was Cogsworth. <laughs> I just wrote, I just yep. wrote that down. Yeah, maybe Dawson, Steers, um Lumiere, as well. In and- the
1: the girl <laughs> who played Lilo was was uh, effectively Oscar nominated twice because this was Oscar nominated for best picture, but it lost out to um, Spirited Away, I think. And she did um, the and she did role. the UK uh, the the US voice for main um, ah. uh, character in that.
2: And Nani was um, the hot girl out of
1: <laughs> Wayne's World.
2: Wayne's World. <laughs>
1: Tia Carrera.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. She was, and I don't think Welker was anywhere near this. I forgot about Welker. Stitch was a prime opportunity,
0: but the director played the part himself. So. Oh, did he? Yeah. I we saw the the first time we saw Stitch live at Disneyland Paris. I was singled out by Stitch, and I had to stand up, and it made me stick my arms out like him, and then he he made me go. And I did it back in his voice. And because uh, he's in character, he, he doesn't act remotely impressed. He just was like, that was a ravish impression. You know, <laughs> I would liked it, it if he had got Look, mate, a you're thing. showing me up. Just sit down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a good attraction, that. I hope it comes back it's, soon.
0: I've heard people say, oh, that's a one and done, or, you know, no. it's great. We,
2: yeah, we always go in the... Got
0: hmm. a bad friend. He always says that to, like, the kids in the front. <laughs> right. Should we come on to animation? Oh,
2: do we score first now?
1: Oh, no, 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 we, we score. do. We do score. Do we you know do I'm score. out of practice? I so you... don't know.
0: Oh, you. Is, it it's because really we be do it every week now, don't focus, we? Yeah. Focus, focus. Right. Go on, then. Me? Do you know what? I'll, I'll start because I'm I'm start. Um, I didn't actually write a little summary. and I've, I've only just scored it now. I'm going to give it an eight. I love it. I think it's really good. There are some niggles. There's some laziness that we pointed out in just, you know, a little here and there. I just don't think it's perfect. I'm going to give it an eight.
3: Um,
2: We have kind of double billed this this weekend with um, Saturday we watched Up. I say we, I didn't. It was on in the living room and I find it too painful to watch. every
1: weekend. Bonnie <laughs>
2: asked for it. Yeah. Um, I I love Up. I, but I just, I'm not, I'm not emotionally capable of watching it. Um. When, no. we, when
0: we come to review that, I won't watch that with you. I'm going to watch it separately and I'm going to see what happened to my face and I'm going to film it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> because oh, because if Lucy's
0: there, I'll hold it back, you know. But I just want to let go. It's
2: like, it's messy crying, isn't it? It's messy crying. Yeah. Um. But, so I remembered this. I remembered... How ir- I just don't like Stitch as a character, irritated and knew she was naughty and I knew it was poverty ridden but I think I'd underestimated how much it would get me in the absolute core of my your, being Your feels, my feels in a bad way and thing is that you, I've got it's like a, a tale of two halves I'm sorry I'm talking but this is meant to be the summary so I've got the massive painful feels and then everything alien related I find so tedious and dull so even though I kind of want, I appreciate it and I know it should get a high score. If I'm doing this purely on my own reaction to it, oh, I'm going to give it a seven. Oh,
0: I guess it, it
2: should be higher, but oh, I, I, I really struggle with it. I really okay. struggle with it.
0: That was the longest uh, score ever.
1: <laughs> I came into this thinking, you guys need to talk me down now? You're going to have yeah. to talk me down. Um, and uh you didn't, so I'm giving it a ten. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I just I enjoy every element of this. Um and there are niggles but none of it was enough of a niggle to, to make me feel that things should be dropped. I wouldn't change a bit of this film. I would just would not and I will enjoy it forever. I I could go and sit and watch it again right now. It's just brilliant. I love it. Flawless. Flawless, wow. ten. Okay,
0: very good. Animation then.
3: Look at the
0: um, animation you um, the, the characterization you um, and don't, don't forget, forget the background and, and the style. Yeah, man. I was surprised when Lucy said it was a budget offering because I didn't think it was and it doesn't to me it looks completely polished. Really? Yeah, like everything about it, the CGs nice, the uh again what like well, I've been saying recently the the level of refinement to the line work and the character animation at this point It's just getting, like, it's just at the absolute top. And it's, you know, it's the best it can be, which is probably why it's was about to crash.
1: Hand-drawn character animation, watercolour backgrounds that look stunning. I mean, they really do. You know, we've talked about sometimes the detail comes back and it goes. Just the way that it works, the, the way these backgrounds are and the way they fuse it in, uh with the foregrounds, is just brilliant at times it just looks absolutely beautiful and right at the end when they will oh, just bang my microphone right at the end when they show the photographs and it's and it's like watercolor versions of everything that, of the characters and stuff as well it's just brilliant to look at i just love it really really love it uh yeah i thought it was superb
2: i like um you've just reminded That's me of the dish. nice
1: Siri just told me that's not so nice. I'm, I'm waxing lyrical and Siri tells me
2: off. Siri. Can't put in a oh, pen of thing. Um, The yeah, I like the visual gag of the obese uh, tourists with the sunburn and the, the collection creams. of photographs. We maybe should have put that in the story, but that might be one of my favourite bits, but i forget about it later the backgrounds are my bag baby i mean hawaii is my bag and i just think that absolutely this the color saturation gorgeous the mm. character animation of the humans on hawaii spot on and i love the ethnic portrayal as well um in you know, mm. the way that they've they've really made an effort to represent um Indigenous people from the uh, uh, Polynesian islands, etc. And
0: realistic body...
2: Yeah, realistic tires. body yes. proportions, yes. that kind Absolutely. of thing. Absolutely. Um, I really enjoy that. However, I'm going to get back to these dang aliens. Because I just... I don't like... This is where it seems Saturday morning cartoon to me. And in the <sighs> 90s, this is the kind of thing that was Saturday morning cartoons... And this idea of having aliens but they all look totally different. They've all got different numbers of arms and different numbers of eyes and and things like that. And but they're all essentially humanoid and they walk upright. And I just it it's yawn, it's not appealing. I wouldn't want any of them as a toy. Not a it, fan.
1: To me that's a modern day equivalent of the uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs gags though. It's just it's just doing something, you know, giving people an opportunity to do things that are that are visually different. I have no issue with that at all. I also, um, I I don't know about you, Hugh, but the a lot of the the CG that was used for the ships and stuff had a real
0: armour feel to it, which I really quite yeah. liked. Yes, it did. did yeah. S- cell shaded. Um, yeah, yeah. it's going to be because of it has to yeah, match no. the the characters, doesn't it? But yeah, it it did. I, I I can see what you mean about Saturday morning cartoon, but I still I didn't think it looked cheap at all. No.
2: No, it was a very high production quality. It's not the it's not the quality. I'm not saying it's janky in any way to use a corridor crew term. It's the actual character design itself, mm. um, and and it feels so incongruous with the rest of the film.
0: You know, what I liked uh, the minute you see Stitch in that jar, the way he's hopping around inside that jar like an insect. Mm. You know, it's really well observed. And then, you know, he puts his hands on it and he moves around, but his hands stay still because the, they're on the glass. It's lovely stuff. Um, but my favourite effect was actually quite a mundane thing, and that's when Nonnie's flicking through the pages of a dog breed book. I think it was CG, but it's just really subtly, done. it? It just looks really nice. Um, yeah, I like the, it. The bits I
1: liked... Um, well, firstly, did, did you notice, speaking of glass jars, when... Lilo got put into the back into the, the big jar before they took off in the spaceship the way that he shook her up and the way she bounced was just really really good it just it just worked very well it looked nice but yeah. and I don't want to say that Disney do water really well but because <laughs> it's not something that I say very often uh, but that that whole um, Hawaiian roller coaster uh, montage bit when Stitches on... I mean, I mean, it's beautiful anyway, but when Stitch is on, on the surfboard on his own and Nonny and Lilo are swimming underneath him, it is just lovely. It looks so,
0: so good. Really looks good. Yeah. Love it. Love it. What do you think about the ident getting beamed up? Because at that point, I, like at this point in Disney's history, I, I feel like they're getting a little bit carried away with the ident. Yeah, they're playing around a bit, aren't they? Um, yeah, but it's a like every film, you know, like Home the Range... I can't remember, but I imagine it's gonna be like branded. Mm. I bet it is. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll
1: see. Yeah. But I have nothing else to say on animation.
2: No. That's me. We that score that it? felt quick. Yeah, shall I go first yeah. then? Yeah. Um animation, I would base entirely on the human characters in the island, I would give it a ten. I don't like the aliens, I'm giving it a eight.
0: Still quite high. Mm. Mm. Christopher?
1: It looks good. It looks really good. The backgrounds are lush. I mean, honestly, I keep saying we haven't seen backgrounds like this since. Well, we haven't seen backgrounds like this since the first four classic films. Honestly, they are great. Hand-drawn animation, uh, uh, character animation, great characters as well. Um, It's exciting. It's fresh. Do better than it. How can you do better than it? How would you better it? You can't, so it's a 10. You
0: Same can't here. better it. Same here. I've, I, I can't fault anything about it. I've given it a 10 also. Oof Big hitters here. Mm. Music then. We
3: are going to talk about the music
1: hitters. Rake the songs and score the incident.
3: Blinky,
2: I absolutely, absolutely love the authentic Hawaiian music here. I say authentic, obviously they've slightly they put an electronic beat under it, etc. Mm. But it's it's written and um, arranged by Hawaiian musicians and they're using authentic language and they've used um, a local children's choir, which I wish I'd written the name down now, but I probably couldn't pronounce it anyway, but it's... A local indigenous um, children's choir. For a
0: Hawaii children's choir.
2: (laughs) If only I'd be able to say that. Um, And I absolutely love it. And I actually have both these tracks on one of my car playlists.
0: We listen to Hawaiian rollercoaster in the car quite a lot, actually. It feels like there's three parts to this. There's a score. like When you start off in space, there's this dramatic film score. And that's, you know, that does the job well and it adds to the drama. And then you've got the Hawaiian music and then there's Elvis. Mm. Mm. So you've got three separate things going on. My only thing was with it, it doesn't feel like there's enough of one thing or the other. You know what I mean? Uh, It's just sort of darts between them all and it's... it's,
2: I actually remember...
0: It's eclectic, I guess.
2: I remembered the being more Elvis and it being used yeah. the same kind of way that Abba's used in Muriel's wedding. And in actual fact it's not as big a There's
1: only three or four songs,
3: isn't there? Yeah. yeah. And
2: one of the and they're not all performed by Elvis either. They've got a no. lot of like modern versions and most of them are kind of montage moments. I think the most notable one is that one that I really don't like where she's No, I love it, where she's laying on her back, um, mouthing along to what is it, Heartbreak, Heartbreak Hotel? Hotel. Yeah. yeah, she smiles along to Heartbreak Hotel, but that's the moment when I'm just feeling my ultimate frustration at the whole situation. Um so I can't really enjoy it. Even,
1: even the Elvis stuff, I mean, if you, if you think of Elvis in small amounts, then Hawaii kind of fits. Yeah. Um I, I just I think the the soundtrack wise I think the music is is flawless, it's just right. I think the score the scoring it's got all the excitement and stuff, yes, in the space stuff, but when it, when the, the mood drops and everything, the scoring's great in that as well as though. So that whole, when the theme change happens, when you start to feel upset, the scoring that goes with that is just brilliant. It just I works really well. can see where
2: this is going. You,
1: you can absolutely, I mean, yeah, you can absolutely see where this is going. And, and it's been a while since I've done this, but yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, but I, I didn't, <laughs> it's too early for talking about that though at the moment. Um, so, I'll talk about music a little bit more. Um did you know on Disney Plus, if you change to any other language except for English UK, you won't get Gareth Gates at the end.
2: Oh really?
1: Really? Because
2: I thought he was a fixture.
1: You get a horrible version of Can't Gareth Help Falling in Love instead. Gareth. Gareth Gates sings Suspicious oh, Minds oh, yeah. in the end credits.
2: Did we in get the to UK that? version. Yeah, we did. He released it at the time. It's you know, it's like Peter Andre singing Kiss the Girl.
0: I don't remember hearing it today. It's, it's af,
1: after Suspicious Minds and Suspicious Minds goes right through that whole end piece and then into the credits. What's that so other not, end credits song that that- Oh no, it isn't that? It's um it's not it's not Suspicious Minds. It's um Burning Love. Okay, a
2: Burning born. Love. And that's by Winona, whoever Winona oh, yeah, is. yeah, Winona.
1: Yeah, so that plays through that whole end, end sequence and then it goes into the titles. And then when the titles end, uh, when that song ends, Gareth Gates comes on if you're in the UK. Lucky, lucky people. Otherwise, you get a terrible version of. of uh,
2: Whatever happened to Gareth suspicious Gates? Suspicious
1: Minds, I
0: think. He's still doing stuff.
2: It was Joseph yeah. for a while, wasn't he? He yeah. was, yeah, yeah.
0: A lot of those people end up doing. Uh, Panto. Musicals and things. Yeah. Um, Hawaiian Holocaust Ride, that's that's the main song, isn't it? Um it's just yeah. a lovely, it's a mid-tempo, happy song, isn't it? Yeah. I, I always forget about that song, but as soon as the the you know the, the opening bars kick in, I'm like, oh yeah, here we go, yeah, I remember this. Um, and It's I, a
1: nice montage that happens with it as well, isn't it? So it's, just, it's, just, it's nice to your senses,
0: that whole sequence, I think. I think that's Bonnie's favourite song in this, but um, I, I kind of prompted her to say that in her bit earlier, and she was like, no, no, <laughs> like the, the other one whatever it was that she said in the end <laughs> you think it's her favourite song but she told you otherwise but you still don't believe her well it's like when it was on like her ears pricked up and she was singing along and she had like a little yeah. smile on her face and I thought she loves this and she was like oh it's this one and then because that happens like halfway through the film by the time it got to us at the end like <laughs> reviewing it with her she was like nah the yeah. other one whichever one I can't remember what she said yeah. shall we score it yes. yeah so Chris has given it a 10 yes. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: I just, I love the score. I like the Elvis music. I just, everything just fitted really well. So yeah, it's a massive
0: 30 points from me. Carry on. Golly.
2: I I have given it a 10.
0: Wow. I've given it an eight. Uh, I like the soundtrack. It just feels like, like I said before, there's a lot going on, but not quite enough of one thing or the other. They don't seem to know what a ukulele sounds like. So (laughs) eight. (laughs) They think it sounds like an electric guitar. I know that's not like, you know, I'm being literal there, but it does take you out of it when he starts doing electric guitar on mm. a ukulele. That's not why he's not, not two whole points it. No, 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 no. But, no. In, but in general...
2: The, when he starts doing it, the thing is that he's weird because he can put his fingernail on and play his mouth and they actually do a thing where he's playing it and it sounds... <laughs> on, on a record rec- player, for those people records, who didn't
1: understand what Lucy was saying there.
2: Puts his fingernail on and he plays records through his mouth. Um... <laughs> But they do the thing where he strums it and it sounds like a ukulele and he goes, Ugh, and then he plays it with his fingernail and it sounds like an electric guitar and he right. starts doing Elvis, so it's an actual thing. I missed yeah, that. Yeah, so give but it anyway, an extra
0: point, come on. No, no, but uh, I, I was, I don't know if I got it, got it all out, but I said that's not the reason I've taken two points off. Okay. But then she said that. Um, I was just taking, t- just in general, I just, it's good, it's fine, um, but it's not like The Little Mermaid, is it? Eight.
2: <laughs> Chris looks like yes it is like The Little Mermaid well, oh, no, it's, it's
1: a different thing isn't it this, this is yeah. where, where our complications of scoring come in because it's not a musical and Little Mermaid isn't so in that sense it's, it's different but yeah I take your point so it's a big score
2: this is a surprise big score for me I'd already decided I was giving the music 10
0: but it's 88 whoa 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 that's big 88. Let's look down the list. Snow White's oh, It's beating Snow White. It's beaten What? It's beating Snow Snow White was 87.
2: I think we were being a bit conservative because it was the first one. We didn't know what else... Well, I give, it, what else I give you Snow White 30. Yeah, you did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, what else we got? Um, hmm.
2: Jungle Book was 89.
0: Yeah. Um. I like that this list is out of order and that we have to... Oh, here we go. Hoover and Roger Rabbit, 88.
2: Yeah, all right. I'll accept that. I can, well. It totally... Uh, apples mm. and oranges. Apples and oranges. Mm. Right?
0: 18. There we are.
2: Do you agree with us, listeners?
1: Yeah, we'd love to know. Yeah. We'd love to know.
2: Tell us on social media, write your comments. If you feel like going on Apple iTunes and leaving us a review, we'd love that too. Five star preferable, but you just give us what you feel like giving us.
1: hmm Now... Yeah i um, one of our listeners, Bob Sangwell, who uh, actually gave us some some facts on Twitter today. But we'd already discussed them as the show's gone on, so um, I won't go into details on that. He's um, he's given us a prize to give away on the show. Yeah, that's very see,
2: kind.
1: He's a published author, um, and he's written a big book of Disney word searches. And he's given us a a, a signed copy of his book to give Have away. Have you got it there? I haven't got it there, but this is a podcast, so even if I showed you it, everyone else wouldn't be able to see it anyway. Forget Um, then. I want to see it. (laughs) (laughs) So I think, um, what I'm thinking right now is, we need to come up with how we're going to give this away. Um, So rather than doing that right this second, I'm going to tease it so that when we do Treasure Planet in two weeks' time, we'll, we'll... Set up some kind of competition with a view to giving it away on one of the Christmas episodes. Doesn't that sound good?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah and we can uh, we can discuss it in our group chat, which I never get round to reading.
0: yeah, that sometimes, sometimes like cool. right, sometimes Lucy will say. Is there anything important in there? Do I need to catch up? And I go, now nah, you're all right."
2: Yeah, I'll get home from work and I'll go, "Hugh,
0: me, me I've got thirty
2: six missed messages. What do I need to know?" And sometimes he goes, "Nothing," and I'm like, "How can I have nothing to know out <laughs> there?"
0: Sometimes, sometimes he says something. I just did something. <laughs> um, yeah. Right, guys. Cry factor.
3: It's absolutely beautiful. really loves him. I don't know why they just can't be together. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hugh's cry factor. I right, can't. as I said before, the mere mention of the word Ohana starts to get the tears up. Um, Stitch with his little book saying, I'm lost. I'm lost. That's, you know. But, um, but look, it's the, it's the quote at the end. It's the, um, This is my family. I found it all on my own. It's little and broken, but still good. Yeah, still good. Four teardrops. Oh, I'm starting again. I need, <laughs> right, I need a heavier to... pen. Here we go. <laughs>
2: um, Hugh, you actually got it... a
1: tear in my eye when you when you did that. Yeah,
2: no, <laughs> it did me. What does it take to give you a five? If that's only a four? What? What?
0: What? Did we have a five on Fox and Hounds? It was the I first five five on it, the Fox and Hands, yeah, which is surprising. Thinking back, uh, well, the benchmark is clearly up, which is oh. which is full out ugly crying. Yeah, it's yeah. painful.
2: I painful. think some people
0: would get that with Lilo and Stitch, but uh, I'm up to a four on it, you know, which is which is like blubbing a bit, but not going.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's nearly there though. Four's high, but five is the first ten minutes of up. Let's be honest.
1: Yes. I think Spoilers. <sighs> Spoilers. <laughs> well then. That's here we it are. for another week. Yeah, we're at the end of this show. Next up we've got um, Treasure Planet, which should be fun. Never seen it.
2: That This is the first one in ages I've never seen. Have you First seen it, one since the war, I think.
1: I hadn't seen it, but I my didn't. children are getting ahead of us at the moment. <gasps> I recorded the, the Lilo and Stitch for Lucas and Oliver three weeks ago oh. and, and so we watched Treasure Planet, Planet two weeks ago but I'm going to watch it again um, with a critical eye but actually for me it feels like quite a good thing to do that because quite often when I watch it with the boys I spend too much time telling them to shut up yeah. uh, telling them to sit still and stuff so I end up not being able to focus so I've watched it once seen what I thought of it this time I'm going to watch it with a critical eye so I can actually uh, but um, pull it to shreds
0: we've kind of never seen it
1: yeah kind of mm. never seen it yeah yeah that's right. And the ones after this not seen anything now until uh meet the robinsons so
0: yeah we're in for a a wild ride a rocky so, ride. We're gonna do Treasure Planet, and then yeah. and then is it Christmas? It's break for Christmas. Yeah, a couple We've of Christmas a ones. Christmas yeah. a couple of Christmas ones. Exciting.
2: We've got and some then we'll Patreon, pick on in the new
0: year, I guess. Patreon pub
2: quizzes coming up. If anyone wants to do our Disney quiz over on Patreon, come and join us there. We I need to have...
1: apologise to the Patreons because I was supposed to put out a quiz episode on Thursday, and <sighs> I didn't. Um, I haven't edited it yet, and uh, it was a busy week, so I apologise for that. Um, if you're hearing this later, uh, but you'll probably find it's already been delivered by the time you watch. Uh, thousands to this episode, of angry
0: so. Patreons, mm. thousands of them, outside or. 37 Disney Street with flaming torches.
2: We also or. might have um, an additional. Disney Plus episode coming on Patreon. We keep saying mm-hmm. that, and then we never do. I think, think I'm going to gonna get we? round to recording some this week. Cause we're just doing individual reviews, aren't we? Yeah. And then it's Christmas. Design Paris mm-hmm. show. We're going to do a deep dive into Pirates of the Caribbean, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And I've got Christmas presents for you both. <gasps> I know. I'm so excited for you to see them. Have them. Just
2: call you Santa Fletch. I can't wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> cool. Follow That's us probably it then, so yeah. At 37 Disney Street. Mm hmm. Just search for 37 Disney Street where, you know, see if we're on the platform you're looking at. <laughs> uh, if we're not, tell us and, and we'll set up an account or something. Yeah, we have TikTok. It. I almost got TikTok and then someone in the 20s told me it was creepy someone my age having TikTok. Oh, <laughs> I'm 39, I'm still in my 30s, but and the, the annoying thing is, I have a lot of... I find you I creepy. a lot of content that is bite-sized and could go on TikTok, but I've been talked out of it. Other people Gordon say... Ramsay has be. a TikTok. Does get, get on TikTok,
2: Judy Dench has a yeah, TikTok. Yeah, but at the
0: same time, it's like, do I want to be doing another thing? Probably Should not,
1: I mean, you're, t- you're busy enough
0: as it is here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, and uh, we're not very political on this show, but I just want to say, well done, America. Yeah, yes. We,
2: yeah, we are not no. We we we'll keep our thoughts to ourselves. Yeah,
1: but well done. But yeah, well done.
3: Thank <laughs> well oh, goodness for
1: that. And yeah. on that note, um, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll speak to you in two weeks' time. So have fun. See you later. Bye.
0: Okay. Bye. Mel Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Good night, children.